Dumpster Divas, welcome to another episode of Dumpster Dive with me, Tom Hamlet, and my sister, Kix Hamlet. We are here to dive into the reality TV that made us, well, the garbage we are. I know that's right. And expect like a mix of throwback recaps as well as chats about what we are still watching today. Tom, are you ready to get into it? Let's go. Hi, Kix. Hi. Um, we have a fabulous uh, New York City themed episode today. I've got a lot of New York on my mind. I have my my Yankees hat on. I just watched and just like that. I watched Roni season one, episode one right after that. And um, we have some fabulous guests to kind of dive into all things Roni. Are you excited? Kicks? Oh, my God. It's almost like it's perfect timing. It's crazy that our producer, a.k.a. you, planned it like that, right? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> uh, we are talking with Danny and Evan from um, the Page Six hit podcast, Virtual Reality. We've had them both on the pod, but not together since the pod kind of yes. got started. So happy to have you both here. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hi. Uh, hi. Yeah. We're so pumped to be here. Thank you for I calling know. it a hit podcast. It I know. Is a hit. To me, it's a <laughs> that hit. means a lot. <laughs> we'll take it. <laughs> That's the thing about podcasting is like no one really knows what's a hit no. or not. So if you just lead with hit, like I go. will say it's a hit because I was talking to my coworker. I had to like run out of the office early today to make sure I was home. And she was like, Oh, do you have a doctor's appointment? I was like, Oh no, I'm recording with like the the boys from the page six podcast. And she's like, Oh, I know them. And I was like, oh, you know them personally? And she's like, oh, no, I listen. I was like, oh, oh. my God. Okay, listener. Does she need a kidney or a lip? Like, I'll give her anything. Like, yeah. Wow. Okay, love her to death. We, like, go to the office. She's like, oh, a different podcast. Oh. Mm, no, no, no. <laughs> like, you know, actually, listen, I, I, I don't know how this uh, No. <laughs> well, that makes me happy. She gets oh, my wow. spleen. Yes. <laughs> I'll let her know. <laughs> Y'all literally have every name that you want to know on the pod i mean the house yeah. size galore which makes me want to i always want to like ask like juicy questions to you guys since you like dive in with all of them but i know you probably can't answer everything but well you can try you can try no it's try because it's gonna be fun if they're like i decline to answer also that. i never i never feel more thin when i'm like i can't talk about it like you know what i mean i feel like i'm like <laughs> that is i'm like margot right. robbie on set i'm like we actually can't discuss that i'm like okay made well i can fit in now <laughs> there, yeah, there is something something so chic about being like, sorry. I, yeah. <laughs> no, it's more about who's not been on. Like, do you guys, mm. do you feel that you guys have like, and I don't want to call oh, Tom, up dad, daddy page this six. Is but like, juicier than but like, I thought. But like, are there people you're like, no, I don't want to do that. Or like, is it like, are you down to just kind of like dive in with everyone? I feel like Danny and I, for the most part, are down to dive in with everyone. I think there are like specific people who might um make us pause like it, say like if like <laughs> kelly dodd wanted sure. to be on the, the yeah. podcast i feel like that would be a conversation we would have to yeah. have before we say yes you know what i'm saying sure. yeah don't say her name a couple more times or she will show up somehow in the yeah here. it's like <laughs> bloody mary <laughs> she is the bloody mary of bravo well we do love mess we wouldn't want someone on who's just like oh i really like hate like someone who's like not relevant trying to just like rip people apart that's not really our total vibe yeah. i mean if they, they can send the they can send the email we might be interested but we, right. like, to have, we <laughs> like to have fun with our people yeah it's like fun shade yeah no you guys do a good job of that like i you know i also struggle with housewives sometimes and you guys do a great job navigating this but like i find so many housewives to be so self-serious and not able to like have kind of conversations about 
just like the lol what's of going it all on, you yeah, know yeah. yeah and so i don't know you guys do a good job of keeping it like profesh but also kind of getting in there with some good questions because when like for instance i'll just say her name because we're going to talk about her in a second like bethany frankel when mm. she goes through the rounds on the pods i mean it's tough stuff because she is so self-serious to me and it's also hard to like watching the show like we just watched the for her entry into this it's like girl come on look at and <laughs> when i was watching i was like i'm not gonna toot my own horn but i love my apartment and it's gorgeous and when i was looking at hers i was like we have the same level of apartment my fridge is actually nicer wait that's <laughs> what i literally i like was telling evan i'm like Bethany completed the assignment she wanted to complete. Yes. She was like, right. I want to live downtown. I want one kid. Maybe I'll have it with a husband. Maybe I want to just want a kid. And you know, I'm going to live downtown. I'm going to be a household name. I'm going to make a lot of money. And bang. Oh, no, you're right. She, she did. She literally says that at the top of the episode. And then it, that's what she's doing. And here she is being quoted, not quoted, being mentioned on and just like that. I, okay. So hilarious. Okay. And on the Dumpster Dive podcast. Oh, exactly. Thank you. Here, Thank you for that. You know, fully iconic. <laughs> Thank you. And you didn't say the hit podcast. I'm sorry. Oh, the hit podcast. We'll come back to dumpsters. that later. I was going to say, well, sometimes the and just like that writers are diving into dumpsters for uh, scripts. So uh, I'll say sure. that. But <laughs> I do love the show. I, okay. So I, so someone, I think it was Yolanda. Oh, jo, no, Joe Gunn posted on Twitter or. I thought you were uh, Yolanda or, Fister. You're talking about you're not, like, Yolanda Hadid. Say, no, Joe Gunn. Uh, <laughs> was it Yolanda Hadid or Joe Gunn? No, yeah. Yolanda Fister. It was Malala? No, um, <laughs> Bethany Frankel. Okay. Well, Yolanda Fister is the Malala of Bravo, honestly. <laughs> That's actually <laughs> I won't argue with that. No, I'm not going to. Um, so, no, no, no. Joe Gunn posted something about how if. If they know who Bethany is, then so on and just like that, they reference they shade Bethany, which is hilarious. Mm -hmm. And so then Joe Gunn was like, Well, if Roni is in their stratosphere, Candace Bushnell's been on Roni, so they know who Candace Bushnell is. Oh. And then which of course That's I interesting. of course and just like that did not think about that that deep, but like it just it's like in the metaverse of it all in the metaverse yeah. of it just like that. Had you in the writer's room yeah uh, well yeah i would be the only writer because i feel like they, i really believe their ai oh, is writing the show they were now. on strike before the strike happened they're like yeah, no they're we're like, not no, writing this no <laughs> what are you guys thinking of the new season i'm per like the new season i die of, for it and just like that yeah i die for it it's my religion it's heaven i haven't watched yet um it's okay i still haven't finished season <laughs> I, I, I enjoyed the episodes that I watched. Like there is a lot on my plate right now. I'm still making my way through Dance Moms. Okay. Okay. okay well, prioritize that. Yeah. That is that is better TV, <laughs> to be honest with you. Well, if there's something there's something I like better about this season than the last season. I feel like this season the characters are more like in their character, less like pretending to be these like new women. Um, like less but they're pretending to be these like uppity new women that they never were yeah, yeah yeah i feel like i feel like there's something about season two like now that we're settled and we also have the canon of it because it's ridiculous that everybody's having yeah. i feel like it's a, i'm having a nicer time i also feel like it's one of those things like sex in the city raised us all like it was our parent mm -hmm. and now it's like our parent is older and aging and we have to take care of it <laughs> now we have to help and just like that we're watching right. it 
we're giving it our all. Like, you're not just going to leave the, and just like that in a nursing home. I hope But not. you're like still a little embarrassed of it. Oh, you're checking yeah. the well. You're like, what is the pulse doc got? Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. before they enter a room, you're like, just so you know, here's some things not mm. to bring up. Like, <laughs> Just, you know, they're a little racist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They think they're woke. Right. They think they're woke. They have new, some new black friends. Um <laughs> And they now go to lunch together, which is great. Yeah, yeah now they all go to lunch together. Um, <laughs> no, I'm not remembering what it was, but in the most recent episode, I need to go back and like skim through it again. In the beginning, there's another Bravo reference. And I it's so weird. Like, like a Housewives? Is, yeah, there was another. Re- I'm, I'm, I'm not doing a good job because I'm not going to quote it correctly. But something happened where it reminded me again of the Candace Bushnell, Bethany Frankel thing, where it was like, why are they referencing... Bravo, or they might have even made a Bethany reference again. I oh, that'd be weird. Yeah, weird. The, the, the Bethany thing I thought was just hilariously placed because it's so yes. like it's niche enough that people are gonna laugh. But if some people don't know who Bethany Frankel is, one, you live under a rock. Two, they're still like it still fits in this like there's there must be a ridiculous woman. Who Wait, what? What was said? What was said? the new woman's Seema? name? Yeah, Seema. Seema. Yeah. Seema was like Seema said to Carrie. She was like. Oh, I stopped going to the Hamptons. Oh, Carrie goes, I stopped going to the Hamptons a while ago. And Seema goes, why? Bethany Frankel? <laughs> it's <laughs> the way, And the way, like, Carrie laughed, I feel, I like the people that are like, oh, Carrie doesn't know who Bethany is. She's just like, <laughs> hey, what's like, going on? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like Sarah Jessica Parker and Bethany have definitely hung out or had some crossover with Andy. Totally. A thousand percent. Yeah. They have to have yeah. some sort of interaction. But, um... But another part of the Roni and Sex in the City universe that I don't know if everyone knows about, I had heard there are rumors that the third movie, okay, so the third the third Sex in the City movie was essentially what and just like that season one was apparently like it, at least in the beginning like it was like big oh. needed to die and the whole movie was going to be about Carrie's. Um, this was rumblings that it was going to all be about Carrie's journey post that. Which is what season one is. But I had heard from a couple different unreliable sources that <laughs> that was inspired by um, What Remains. Oh, right. Oh. I remember you mentioning this. So another, so for those that don't know, What Remains is Carol Rad- Radzel's um, book that she may or may not have written. And Carrie on, or J- SJP on Watch What Happens Live, I think did say that Carol is the Carrie of New York. Right. So. I know. Oh my God. I bet you are correct. Thank you. <laughs> There's you a reason. I bet. I bet. This is a hit podcast. It's yes. Thank you. Hot takes like that. I heard a rumor that Gia does coke. You're like, I heard a rumor that Carol wrote the third movie. <laughs> right. It's not like that was scandal, like anything scandalous. But I just, I, I do think the world's kind of like collide in a, in a weird and bizarre way. But um, uh, yeah, so we are here to talk about Roni season one, though, episode one, kind of in honor of the new reboot that is about to be on your screens. Now, the two of y'all have seen the first couple episodes of the new mm-hmm. reboot. So I kind of want to, there's some things that you like to like, Tease, get off your chest. Anything you're excited about? Anyone you're not excited about? Somehow, are we calling the new reboot? Is it season like 15 or is it? It's, a, it's yeah, season 14. It season 14. Like they're just like rolling into it. Like I kind of, it, it does feel like a whole new show, and it is kind of weird that they're calling it season 14. But I, I don't know what was behind that. But I think that Danny and I are like both collectively the most excited for Bryn. 
Mm-hmm. Yes. And I feel she the internet is like, is like loving. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, her tagline is <laughs> insane. It, it has a full story arc in one sentence. It's like, don't, <laughs> I'm happy, don't come for me or I'll date your dad. Like, it's like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, wait, what? It's also what? the way, like, this, like, um, Kim Kardashian, like, Playboy um, oh, wait, dress plate she's wearing. Yes. Like, in the, it just makes it even more hilarious because it is like, a like camp like she's wearing something that is like so unique <laughs> and then saying something so ridiculous it's like this is perfect television and I will say it really does give a good vibe like I know when people are always like oh what is it like it does it what franchises remind you of it kind of almost reminds me of like early Beverly Hills in the sense of like the elegance mm-hmm. and like the, I just like, you like can smell the rich, mm-hmm. which like is such candy, but it's rich, but also like for like New Yorkers, it's also refreshing. Cause I'm like, oh, they're in Washington square park. Cause we never saw that really no. for like the past. I'm like, it's places that you also like kind of know or know about more yeah. mm-hmm. than they're not just like on like East 86th street. Yeah. 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 Right. I think yeah. that's too north might be too high. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That is too high. Yeah. They run between, I think literally like 63rd and 73rd. Yeah. <laughs> and you guys are going to be like really surprised by the range of topics that are discussed in some of the group scenes. Yeah. Like one second we are fighting over cheese, like Cheesegate is its whole thing. But in the same scene, we're also like talking about cum. Yeah. Oh, come. So oh. very much sex in the oh, city. Oh, come all ye faithful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. honestly, yeah. there is, it, come is all around. What's yeah. the, what's the, Samantha? I just had sex with the guy with the nastiest tasting spunk. Spunk. <laughs> I was talking to someone the other day. I really want Bobby Kinnaval back on like season three and just like that, like on an all oh. pineapple diet, like oh my <laughs> he's God. like Kicks. the face of how to. You need to what? be in the writer's room once again. I know. strong, but still. Oh my God. You walk yes, in, you're I... like, so jazz. Um... <laughs> no, I co-sign. I think Bobby is like the hottest person uh, on the planet. And especially when you're talking about pineapple infused yeah. semen. Yeah. Sign no, up. Evan, I don't know about you, but for me, he was like a huge like sexual Day awakening for me in yes. Will and Grace. Now, so I just want to go ahead and say ACAB, but like he was a hot policeman. <laughs> yes. Oh wait, and um, Will and Grace. No, and Will and Grace. Yes, played, yes, yes. That's yeah. that's when Bobby's at his hottest when he was. He the was hot so cop. hot. Hot cop. Hot, mm-hmm. yeah. gorgeous. Hot gay cop. I mean, like, you can't come across that all the time. And Italian. And then when they go to his like Italian home and they meet his family. Oh my god. I was wait, so I also Italian. like you're like, where do you come across a hot Italian cop? I'm like, sweetie, come over the Holland okay. Tunnel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, god. sweetie, oh, go gay, in that's... between. Go in between the Holland Tunnel after 9:30 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what they identify as, but if you want to taste the spunk. Danny's like, I don't go into the city much. The Danny. farthest I go is in the Holland Tunnel. <laughs> Evan is blushing. Wait, uh, yeah, because I want to taste. Wait, I know I'm just looking at pictures of Bobby Cannavale <laughs> as a hot cop because I just need that in my brain again. No, it's We're so like, good. You're like, like pinning it on your. Cop. You're pinning it on your private. No, Kelly Don is on really. tomorrow to talk about hot cops. Yeah, Wait, Kelly's Can- like, I have things to say. Bobby Cannavale, hot. Oh my cop. god, you guys, he's no, so he's hot. Not. He's hot. Okay, there he's like, like a fire, like a like. He, he does kind of look like he has a stethoscope. On. Oh does, wait, then... this is a different role. Oh, he's yeah, a, still hot. He's a, he's a fireman slash a doctor here, so he's been everything. <laughs> okay, he's like, the, he's like, like Ken, Ken. I feel like. <laughs> yeah, we're like, are those writers on strike now? Yeah. Well, there was also something about his like he had like a heavy New York accent that was just like hot. 
growing up in Texas, or you, I didn't know people yeah. with like accents like that. You know who would also think Bobby is hot? Wait, who? I feel like Bryn would jump Bobby's bones. Um, I, yeah. I could see it. I mean, who wouldn't my, jump Bobby's bones? My dream honestly. is to like go like paint the town with her, and we both like find love. I think you yeah. can do that. I, I like. I think well, that's a pretty attainable. I feel like we need to find like good bars for us both to hop to collectively have that happen though. That's true. Oh, well, and sure. then oh, this look. is how Aww. this is how the story will end. Yes. Well. Yeah. Will is um. Will Brent. and Bobby kissing. Yeah. Mm. Great, famous straight man playing gay man. Controversial. Well, both 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 of them. <laughs> that's a, that's my hey, kind of gay for pay, though. Honey, ask Stanley Tucci about that. Stanley Tucci thinks it's fine. Yeah, Stanley I, can also get it. Well, Stanley, Stanley can, also can get, get it. it. You know, I think when the two straights are making out, it kind of makes it okay. Like if it's like, like it, straight make it out with gay, it out, it right. it out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like when, but that the straights are making out t- together, like they're both kind of like crossing. I feel like there. they should have to be like if they're like, okay, we're gonna play. We're like, okay, guys, we did fuck like in our trailer. like. <laughs> So then we're like, okay, at least you know you can really experience the right. Yeah. Or just like put a dildo in your ass or something. Like mm-hmm. have a little sensation oh, or something. Or that. There. Or that. Levinson's <laughs> like, babe, you're hired. <laughs> Weekend's like, honey, when can you fly out? We're like, the idol's canceled. He's like, no, we'll make it work. Not the idol's it'll, it'll, be on, idol's it'll be on Vimeo. The idol's already canceled. <laughs> um, well, we are excited about the Roni reboot. But one other thing about the Roni reboot that we talked about a little bit before you pressed record was that page six, um, the, you know, employer here, um, did <laughs> just report that... Um, what what is the woman's name who vomited? What's her name? Jessel Tank. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, she projected how vomited and had to be escorted out of the premiere party. Um, and Danny the was peacock- there. At the Rainbow Room. At the Rainbow Room. The Rainbow Did it room. right. And Danny, you said that you heard people, uh, some mumblings? I get, like, as Jackie Goldstein, I heard a rumor. Well, someone <laughs> was just like, someone went up to me like, there's vomit in the sink in the woman's room. And I'm like, I do have the energy where people, whenever I'm in a place, they think I am an employee there. Cause like, just like my, like, I'm not like, they're like, Hey, can you like refill my drinks? And I'm just like, yeah, for sure. No problem. So I thought she was telling me that as in like, uh, can you clean it up? And like, <laughs> I'm such a people pleaser. I was like, yeah, let me get the Clorox. But then she was like, I think it's one of like this girl who I didn't know her. She didn't know me. She was like, I think it's one of the women on the show. And I was like, Oh, and I was like, Oh, and then like a lot of people, it was like, kind of like, well, top of the rainbow room. Yeah. And then, um, it appeared on page I did like to say what I kept on saying to people. I was like, she really made a splash, right? Everyone's like, is she okay? And I was like, okay, I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm like, I'm not a doctor. I'm not Bobby Carnivale with his stethoscope. I can't help him. But I feel like what a way for new Roni and old Roni to meet in the middle. Mm -hmm. Because it's classic. It's beautiful. It's like Dorinda, like, um, yeah, like came like into her ear and whispered, like, get blackout tonight. Yeah. Also, people, and I mean, like, to her credit, it was a stomach bug. Uh, but I know, yeah. So she just who? her, <laughs> right? Uh, <laughs> and she like apparently flew in from Greece with like her adorable family and like mm. went right there, looking gorgeous. And you know, that's what that's her story, and she's sticking to it like uh, the vomit was sticking to the carpet. <laughs> Honestly, though, like drop- it might have it might have been nerves. Like I feel like if I, I was like making my housewife debut, I would like I would see Andy Cohen and projectile vomit on his. <laughs> Blast. Also, that place was rich. Like, I mean, also they're all wealthy, so like they're not surprised. Yeah. But like, sixty fourth floor. I don't like heights, so I'm already like in a way. And I'm like, there's like chandeliers and mm-hmm. like all this stuff everywhere. I'm like, I feel so to my own. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. I feel there's a level to that, and for it to be our first time where everyone's like, 
oh my god hi like how are like swarming I feel it probably are there is there any like drama between the old cast new cast well they just revealed who was like the salty housewife who wasn't so welcoming Bryce from entertainment tonight got it out of Aaron and Bryn and I think one of the other girls and Jessel oh and Jessel oh yeah it was I saw that who was I that? I was thinking it was Luann but it was Ramona it, that's who they were talking about it was but Ramona it was kind of weird because like Ramona did like there was that selfie video with Uba and she like said all that such nice stuff about Uba so that's why I like didn't think it was Ramona but apparently Ramona yeah. did something I mean, or said something that was a little yeah, salty but kinda... then they said <laughs> at the um at the upfronts though that she like couldn't have been nicer at the upfront so uh, now I'm curious like when did the salty behavior yeah like, and do you know what the thing is Ramona was pro- probably was a little salty because as we see in season one episode one like mm-hmm. she opens the show she it does, opens does. Show. the show like the episode belongs to ramona it and does. It, does. it does it belongs to them i i swear i saw like jenna lyons like tagging the girls in something last night oh she was like she's okay thank you luann and sonia for your concern did you see this on her story yeah I, what does that mean i don't know wait what did she say she's okay about? so jenna lyons like retweeted or not retweeted <laughs> read i'm so old she <laughs> like, read it i'm like okay yeah she reposted on her instagram story someone saying that she's okay thank you luann and sonia for your concern and she's uh-huh. like jenna lyons is like sitting on the ground oh i wonder because jenna oh. did a fun and people were posting videos of it she did like a photo shoot laying yeah so maybe Sonia oh. and Luann were like is she okay oh, I have no clue wait one last thing about the and then we need to get into this episode one last thing yeah. any quick thoughts on the jeans outfit that Jenna Lyons had on last night I Can thought I it was kind of chic I liked it, it. Evan <laughs> I love that she seemed very confident in it Work. <laughs> Wait, can I say that's so you know like that? Because like I feel like she was giving like very New York vibes. Yeah, I so, liked it. Maybe felt... Evans LA is showing. Well, I mean... someone said, and now I can't stop thinking about it, is that she looked like the human personification of a swing in Lisa Vanderpump's backyard. <laughs> oh my well, god! You Which know... is pr- that's pretty accurate. And if that's what she was going for, babe, she nailed it. She yeah. didn't nail it. Go I'm off. just jealous because I will never own a pair of jeans that are baggy. So I was no, just kind same. of like Jenna. I'm like, what? I'm like, what's I know going on that here? is, I, I'm jealous too because I have tried dipping into this whole baggy jeans moment and I, this body was not made for it. I'm no. currently stretching out. I've been like trying to stretch out this pair of jeans for the past two hours. So that's why I think I'm like short circulating sometimes because they're so very tight. <laughs> but I will say in the first few episodes of Roni 14, jeans are like Jenna's thing. So like I feel they yes, are kind her of like, style yeah, is I, very I like, um, simple basics like not basic but like elevated basics like a white like button down and like a nice with yeah offline we'll talk about something else but i have some i have some tea okay oh okay (laughs) miss miss lyons you do Uh, i wish you could share it but you can't recap no it's it's just about my it's like my professional my nine to five that i tried to not share on the air 
Page six, so, <laughs> Roni season one, episode one. So we are covering this today. You can watch it on Peacock. It's a quick 40 minutes. Jump in, dive it in. So it's called. It's titled Meet the Wives. We get to know the ladies we've known so well forever. Um, before we get into it, um, I'm going to kind of go through some history of Roni, the franchise. And Kix is going to talk about kind of what was airing around the time the show came out. Um, the show premiered in, on March 4th, 2008. Um, and the, the cast, the OG cast is Bethany, Luann, Alex, Ramona, and Jill. Um, obviously the show continues to go on to have, um, we're now on our 14th season of the show, which is actually insane when you think about it. And, um, this is, I think pretty well known, but the initial premise of the show was, uh, it was called Manhattan Moms and it was supposed to follow, it wasn't supposed to be related to, um, Orange County in any way. Um, but it was just supposed to be another show kind of in the same likeness of it. But uh, this is the first uh, Housewives, you know, franchise spinoff mm-hmm. of the of the OG. So it goes OC and then and then Roni right after it. So they I guess after they filmed it, rebranded as Housewives and the rest is history. Um, and the ladies, I mean, I have all the lists of names. I almost wanted to test myself to see if I can name all of them, like from the beginning of cast till the end. Let's see. I mean, do you guys want to try? So we obviously have, should I pull up the full list? I I have the list. I have the list. I, I, I know it, but let's see, let's see how far you can get. Okay. We have Bethany, Luann, Alex, Ramona, Jill. Okay. That's in the obvious first five. And we're not going to include the new five, the new six. Um, so we know their names. The rest okay. in between, let's take it away and let's see how far we get. Sonia. Kelly okay. Ben Simone. Okay, great. The Bar Shop. Uh-huh. Uh Thompson. Uh yeah. Mm-hmm. Chris- oh, Kristen Takeman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Aviva Drescher. Yeah. Tinsley Mortimer. Uh J- Jules. Jules. Oh, Jules Wayne. Jules Wayne. Love Jules. I would say Justin. Carol Radswell. Dorinda Medley. Uh-huh. We're going first and last. Of course. You can't Leah McSweeney. We're, yeah. Leah. Ebony K. Williams. That's it. You did it. That's it? That's it? That's, it. Oh, that's, that's the thing. Those ladies were so long. Oh, she's a friend. Barbara and Brashan. So we have Barbara, Brashan. So, okay. Elise. Elite. Never forget. Well, so something interesting about Barbara that I was looking at on Wiki's, like, ca- I love to look at, like, Wikipedia's, like, casting charts, like, when I'm watching a show. Ooh, to be like, yeah. especially when I'm diving into, like, a new reality. Like, wh- when I watched Mob Wise for the first time, I remember, like, being like, okay, I need to see, like, when these people last. Like, when they leave, who comes back, all of that, right? And something about Barbara is she has a famous hot mic moment in a later season before she was on the show. That's right. Where she talks shit about Tom D'Agostino. Oh, yes. But so I knew that that was in existence, but it shows that she was a guest on the show, not like a friend of, but like made appearances in both season three and four. Wait, and doesn't, wasn't, is the Missy in episode one, the Missy with like Tom D'Agostino as well, right? I believe it is. Yeah. So that's what I love about Roni. That's why it wasn't that hard to name all them. They've been consistent for like, I feel like there's like some franchises that are rotating doors. Mm -hmm. Roni's not. Mm-mm. No, I mean the oh, we we covered the first episode of OC and we're looking at the list of women. <laughs> that list of women is insane uh, because they have so many one season wonders. I mean, Roni has like three or two, two or three one season wonders. And so. all of them, I would like to have had more. 
I, I agree. I loved. I love Jules. I love Jules. I Tom's I, obsessed I with her. love her. <laughs> I think we missed opportunity on letting her. Jules go. like crying, smoking a cigarette because her dad's in the hospital while Luann's like she's. They're making fun of me. And like, <laughs> it is and one of my top Jules five. is like, I don't, I don't know what I'm She's doing like, right now. I like, have, I have to get out of here, Jules. Or just like <laughs> putting silverware in a calzone for funsies. Yeah, oh ramekins, silverware. Yeah, it's, it's, Ugh. it's a lot. Um, but Kix, tell us about what was happening at March fourth, two thousand eight. Um, so usually I'm really excited to share the movies that are in the box office and March 4th to, um, <laughs> on these. However, this what one kind of just doesn't hit like they do. Okay. Um, semi pro, which I was number one, which I don't even know what, what that was. That? I had to look it up. Do it's some it? like that. comedy. <laughs> okay. Um, hey. vantage point, the other bowling girl jumper, the, spider wick chronicles, whatever that is. The dark time in the theaters. <laughs> I'm not a big movie person, and these are, I mean, like, I so I remotely do not know a single one of these. This is why Roni was such a hit, because no one was <laughs> no, a movie yeah. This is no, why it was cooler have... water talk. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, however, the music, as always oh, in this okay. time, okay, always hits. Go. Number one this week, um, March 4th, 2008, Low by Flo Rida featuring T-Pain. Oh, classic. With you, Okay, Chris Jenna Lyons, Apple Bottom Jeans. Okay. Oh, you, okay. Okay. Maybe she did her research. There you go. <laughs> With you. I'm going to have to listen to the bridge of with you without giving Chris Brown a stream because I do sure, sure, sure. That, so. sure. Um, Don't Stop the Music by Rihanna, which now I'm realizing oh. is the name of it. Not Please Don't Stop the Music? No, it's Don't Stop, not Please. Do you don't think uh-huh. Rihanna doesn't have to say please to you? You're no. right. She doesn't um, say love please song by song Sarah Bareilles. Oh, my God. Oh, with that I, music video? Wait, Evan, thank you I, for being with me on that. Wait, I, are, are, I feel like mine and Danny's like sounds were opposite they were opposite and i'm in line with you evan and kicks i feel is in line with no 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 no. i'm not a borelli I like. <laughs> what? Wait, why, why do I feel like? Why do I feel like you just like you call me a Borelli, which rhymes with belly? So I'm not saying too. I oh my god! Wait, no. I just uh, that song is like it's such a horror story. I was cheering at the time, and that so year that my song. <laughs> you well, already okay. can't blame Sarbrellis, but go on. <laughs> no, I can. So it at the time <laughs> my cheer coaches who were a married couple. They just gave birth to a daughter and called her Avery Love. And so that year, every team at the gym did like a love inspired routine where like all the songs were like love songs or had like the word love. And it. it was it was that's a cult tra- traumatizing. Um, and well, now my my female cheer coach, she is a QAnon girly who like tried to be a politician in North Carolina. Yeah. So it's, tracks, it's all tracks. Yeah. But Sarah Burrell, so uh, with every cheer routine, and I'll try to keep this short, you end with a dance. And that year it was like, so we did like the tumbling, the the pyramids and the dance. And she's like, guys, the dance song this year is Love Song by Sarah Bareilles. And it was this like fed up, like cheer techno version of Love Song by Sarah Bareilles. And I, the amount of times I heard that. So when I hear that, when I hear Sarah Bareilles, uh-huh. I, I will always think of my cheer cult. I'm thinking of that like the crazy. cheer, like the classic cheer, like little moments that are like, bow, 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 bow. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like the, yes. I'm not going to write you with last time. And then it like, the way I need that, like on a dance floor down the shore right now, and I will lose my goddamn mind. It does, what you're describing, Evan, does sound like a Christopher Guest movie. I feel like. Like yes. there's something like mockumentary that would be incredible. Yes, about if- cheer and a woman named Love. Yes. Like yes. everyone has to do a love song for her. Yeah. 
It, it was crazy. Anyways, yeah, so not a Borelli, but I'm glad she huh. was thriving when Roni premiered. And look at her, now with Waitress the musical while well, the new one is out. She's killing it still. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, now that movie has a dark Borelli's in the anyway. house. Yes. yes. Um, so some other reality TV that was airing, um, that premiered, 19 Kids and Counting. Oh, oh, tough, oh tough yikes. Work. Dark times, man. Wait, that um, was Evan's cheer team. <laughs> <laughs> Danny, Danny, that was good. <laughs> um, the Real Housewives of Atlanta premiered um, October of 2008. So oh, another wow. um, excellent, excellent start to a franchise i fucking oh, so love Jersey. that first episode oh that oh, is so a good. that is actually one of them i can't wait to do that eventually yeah, that is one of the best so first fun. episodes ever because there's a the unfolding of um nini not being asked to like like asked to be kicked out of Sheree's party for like because that's when she's no not reason. on the list right yeah <laughs> and then also kim changing behind the door at the gas station Oh, I fucking love it. Yeah. That's uh, so good. So, Survivor Micronesia premiered, was um, airing. Never which got is into Harvey's Survivor. Winning oh, Micronesia oh. is like the season. Micronesia is the place to start mm-hmm. if you're okay. going to start. Yeah, do it. American Idol I'll, I'll, David. I'll that. <laughs> yeah. David Cook beat David Archuleta. Um, NTM <laughs> oh. <laughs> Cycle was 10 was premiering Whitney's season, the plus size, the first plus size woman oh, yeah. to win. Yes. Just big big thing at the time so. you almost you almost said huge and then you stopped <laughs> it was huge she was like it Plus was huge uh, big <laughs> oh my god um later that year i love money premiered brooke knows best new york goes oh, brooke knows oh, knows best. Best. oh my, oh my fucking yes. okay now that's a song i feel like we all like about yeah. us featuring yes. paul wall yeah okay. how's paul wall doing uh, do you know what? I don't know. I haven't thought about him in, since. Because I may be dead in a wall, but we don't know. Yeah. Well, I just, I did just Google Paul Wall, and I really encourage no one to ever do that. Uh, <laughs> why? What is just the first photo that Google comes up with? It, it's something of a horror movie. He looks like a member of like the cast of The Hills Have Eyes. <gasps> Wait, <laughs> I need to see this right now. That's what he looks like. Uh, <laughs> it's, I guess, yeah. Okay. Is it gray? Anyone listening right now, don't do it. But do it so you can join in our torture. Wow. Tough stuff. I would have never guessed that that's what that that man looks like. Okay, wow. I forgot he also did the song Girls, though. So, like... Yeah, his rent his rent is still paid. Yeah, no, the rent's there. The T... He could take some of that rent and funnel it into a dentist. Yeah. But But then I feel like part of his thing, he's like, I made the song Girls. I can't... No. That's right. Like I can't go up from here. He's like, it's my thing. <laughs> right. Um, so well, thank you, Kix. That was fa- that was fabulous. The music really hit and the reality really hit. Yeah. Sorry about the movies yeah. today. That wasn't so good. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was a flop. Um, That's so, why the actors are on strike. Yes. <laughs> AE uh, SAG, not AEA. Well, AEA might go on strike too, but SAG, SAG after strong. Um you hear that, so, Fran? <laughs> right. So the Roni taglines, the episode starts, we have right off the bat taglines. They were like, let's get to it. I love, I did love our OC taglines. Um, and they're not as cringe as OCs were pretty great because the OC taglines, Vicky says, I don't want to get old. Well, it's clear that they were sound bites and everybody was, it. the producers were like, this is a good idea. Right. We're going to like so now good. make these girls I mean, say something. Yeah. It's so iconic that we have these taglines and there's so much like thought and effort put into them now. And we, we wait every season to see what the new ones are. But like there was something so magical just about taking the most <laughs> obscure sound bites. And every time Vicky <laughs> intro plays this. 
Right. I don't want to get old. <laughs> and it, nothing's changed. She doesn't. Yeah, nothing's she doesn't. Changed. Well, and a lot of these taglines haven't changed either. Um, the first one is Alex McCord says, to a certain group of people, status is everything. I uh, give that one a, I love that one. I think it's kind of yeah, fun. It's good. It's good. Yes. For, for it's good for the location too. I mean, it'd be good for all of them, but I feel like because well, she tries to be like a. I know, but that's the thing for her. Girl. It is funny when you think about it. Like she is kind of. You know, she tries to be so uppity, but she's a little homely. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh! <laughs> I don't know, you guys. She's like a little tryhard. So the the, the yeah, status sure. of it unfortunately, all is I die for Alex McCord. No, but I, we I, all I respect do. Her but that's it's. We're kind of sometimes laughing at her a bit, but I hope she never finds this hit podcast. <laughs> You're um, laughing at her in French, though. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Next, we have a really tough one. Um, I never feel guilty about pr- being privileged, Luann. <laughs> It, she, like that, that could have been her tagline two seasons ago as well. <laughs> but I don't I don't know. I don't now know. that she's like diving for catfish, Fish. I feel like Luann has evolved so much. And I feel like she, she even now in 2023, Luann would cringe at that tagline. I definitely. Yeah, I do. Th- talk about someone who's I actually she is self-serious so much so that she becomes she's camp she's like yeah, the one house like, like who's actually camp yeah, yeah agreed. exactly she, for me she's top three best housewives of all time she has Love. she lives out and i'm not i just think that i'm not saying because of what she intentionally brings we've seen this woman go from in this episode she is like living in a like four-story townhouse with a count and um, but prior to that, she also lived a whole life before that. She was like yeah. an actress, a nurse, uh, a, nurse a tel like model, a television host, yeah. a model. Yeah. And then we've seen her just like up and down, a fall from great. She, she, the woman lives out loud on television. I just I have to applaud it. Her delusional life like a bit and crappy lake is kind of everything so it's just crazy to see like crappy lake and then what the this. what this was. I mean, right when I Bethany know. she likes gets on to Bethany about like not introducing not, her as like uh, Mrs. Delisette. One of my favorites. <laughs> oh my God. Ones. Yeah. Um, it's such a great moment, but like really just, oh, makes it's me like, recoil. Ooh, it's, and yeah. then when she's like, and then Bethany corrects herself and she goes, it's Mrs. Delisette. I'm like, oh my, oh my God, just let it fucking go. <laughs> um, next we have Bethany who says, New York City is my playground. I think it's okay. Yeah. Cute. Yeah. It's cute. Go on. Jill's, I do, I do kind of like Jill's. I run with a fabulous circle of people. She still does. She's yeah, yep. and she looks the fucking same. She does. The identical. She. <laughs> what's funny is then I felt that she looked like her age, but of then, like when I was yeah. watching it, I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, she feels like that age, right? But then now I'm like, you feel like you, you, the you rest of the trying. women have like gone through journeys. Oh, she Lu- literally looks the same. Luann looks thirty eight now. She does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Luann's bikini body when she's diving for catfish. Wild. So good. It's crazy. How does she do and it? And then her working out in that nasty motel. I can't. Oh. She, it's, it's money does incredible things to people. That's true. Well, and, and f- <laughs> I think she just fucks constantly. That's like half her cardio. <laughs> okay. She is Kim. Her and Kim Petra should collab. They do slut pop. Yeah. <laughs> she's like i do my 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 matt pilates and then i find some dick in the hamptons and babe like that's how i get my six pack which can i say it? Who, what, if, if you got it want it right. yeah our friend bradley is married to a man very gay 
always will say he'd fuck Luann. Like still. Oh, really? Yeah, he's like, wow. he's like I thought right. you were gonna say like our friend Bradley's married to a man, he's gay, fucks a lot. Good body. I was like, oh. no, that, <laughs> that too, but that yeah. too. <laughs> um, next last but certainly not least, we have I like making my own money. I find that an aphrodisiac. Ramona. Evan. That sticks. That one is her tagline for like 16 years. So that so they do taglines for the first three seasons are like these. Um, they don't change them. Um, the aphrodisiac is such a, a wild like what a wild kind of thing to say. Like she's so she's always so horny, but she's also like anti sex in many ways. Like I don't know. <laughs> I yeah. Harry Bradshaw. Very <laughs> very true though. I do feel like money being an aphrodisiac though is like Ramona's ethos. Because yeah. like, right in the beginning, she's like, I love being a sexy mom. I'm so proud to be a sexy mom. Right. And then it's all about like making your own money and selling clothes to TJ Maxx or whatever she did to get her money. So Amen. love that for her. And then even like freaking Avery is out here talking about like, well, I need to make my own money in case like my husband ever leaves me like, at man. 11 years old. Right. <laughs> That's also, foreshadowing. Like, oh, she's foreshadowing. Yeah, foreshadowing. You are also future. like, you're an adult. That's like the hard part about raising a kid in the city it's like oh you are 42 when you're 12 like totally how do you know that danny you did not grow up in the city right did you no i grew up in jersey in jersey okay the drama of my like co-workers who have like kids of like 8 to 13 living in the city i'm like it's like jaw dropping i can't imagine no because it's just such a i mean we grew up where we would like walk to sonic and it was like a mile away <laughs> and like that was like the day and that was like big because we could like meet our friends at sonic but now people like avery's getting driven around like in a car with a driver I <laughs> yeah i know and you talking know about favorite? making her own money at 11 <laughs> oh, go ahead, my Evan. favorite new york city preteen drama story i don't know if you guys are familiar with the story but i was very captivated was i think it was a few years ago like the girl i think she was like 13 or 12 or something but she was the voice of dora the explorer and then she like <laughs> was caught like giving vapes to all her friends at some like prep school and it was like a massive drama situation and then all these like girls came out of the woodwork to say how much of like a mean rude bitch Dora the Explorer was. Wait, this okay. is we juicy. need her. Yeah, I need yes. <laughs> yeah. I need Andy in a camera. Why don't know vaping? We need to tell all about this. Wait, I think it was like very much covered on New York Post. You should just yeah Google it. It's I need to Google that. so funny. Wait, Evan, I realized that I I brought this up for a second earlier but i didn't i meant to bring something up with you today i Uh-oh. recently did a mob wives rewatch and Am I, I'm, I'm on it yeah you're in it yeah. <laughs> what <laughs> oh my god I, it was um, i keep forgetting to bring it up like i i it was like six, it was like three months ago that i i watched it and i took a photo i like forgot to send it to you and i'm like wait i have to i am thinking of it you so evan is like the press circuit at um karen's book release party in season one or two yeah 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 that's when i was like a little baby intern at okay magazine and i would just be sent everywhere like every like every single night i was at like some different launch party event something reality star this that like the opening of an envelope like evan real was there mm-hmm. for free and <laughs> I, I was sent to karen's book launch party and i got there and they're like oh yeah we're filming can you sign their release and i'm like yeah oh sure like whatever and at the time i wasn't watching mob wives yeah but an editor sent me with questions 
and I was just there to ask my questions and, you know, go home and do whatever I was doing at like 21 years old or not even, I, don't, I think I was younger than that. But um, it was funny what, when the episode came out, like I got so many text messages like, oh my God, you were on Mob Wives. Like I didn't feel like a camera was like anywhere near me. So I was like, I probably won't even be on the episode. But I think the way they framed it was like, the press was so hungry and ready to come at me and attack me with questions. And I was like, babe. <laughs> I hardly knew who you were 15 minutes ago. Yeah, so the, I, I didn't I didn't even understand the questions I was asking. Yeah, so the whole storyline of that episode specifically was like Karen was Karen goes to like a press training before she goes. Like she meets like oh, a random so woman in Staten Island who's like, I was interviewed once and I'll just give you some tips. Like when they when they ask you about this, this, and this, like don't say this, don't say this. And then once they get to the party, it's like Evan is the it's like the press. And they're like He's hounding. They're like, He's so, the hound. <laughs> Evan's like, literally like, hey, so, um, what <laughs> would is your family upset that like you wrote a book about the the family business? It's, it's something like that in that elk, and she's yeah. like, okay, so and then she she gives a very rehearsed like, I love my dad, and I'm sure he's proud of everything I do, and then like walks away, and like that was the well, moment. Of oh, episode. she got you, Evan. I didn't watch. <laughs> I've never seen the full episode. I've just like seen the clip with myself in it, obviously, and <laughs> um. <laughs> I I didn't know that she went to a whole media training. That's, she just does. So me. I need I needed the media training. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I need to watch Mop Wives. <laughs> I'll find the episode in the two Diddy. It's it's really Wait, great. You have to because he was in Salt Lake City last season too. Uh, wait, who? What? Evan was. I, uh, oh yeah! Oh, oh you're making right. the round. He was he was assistant yes. five with Jen Shaw. Like he's going to jail next week. No, <laughs> uh, no, you were you were. I forgot about that. You I were was, recording uh, from your yeah. from jail. Yeah. I was a, it was a very uh, a small cameo in Salt Lake City. I was at because well, you're in a season that you're in Beverly Hills this season too. I've been to several events filmed for Beverly Hills this season, like three. So I'm sure like people are gonna. I'm sure like a restraining order is coming my way. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, well, sorry, that, that tangent, but I had to bring that up because I, I keep forgetting to, to say something. Um, But so the episode starts with Ramona. It's So we go through each woman's story. The first story, like Evan said before, is all about Ramona and we're learning about what she does. She was, I, and a big note that I wrote down is like, I do kind of miss like the working Ramona. I wish she had like kept a little bit I more know. of that throughout. She loses. I feel like she gets so crazy when she kind of quits the job and just focuses on being a reality star. I mean, she's certifiable across the board, but I, I don't know. <laughs> There's something kind of like fun about seeing her just at a desk, like telling like, so what we're going to do is we're uh, you're going to buy this and then we're going to sell it there. And I, I don't know. What do you guys think about that? I mean, I love seeing a working girl. I actually before we did our most recent live show with Caroline and Ramona, mm -hmm. I reread her memoir, hit memoir. Uh, like on the Ramona coaster and in it she talks a lot about like the business and how she got to where she got with like the selling of the merchandise to like TJ Maxx and Marshalls and etc and I I understood maybe like 11% of it but I still <laughs> felt smarter and richer after yes. reading it <laughs> I'm honestly like, she has accumulated a very impressive amount of wealth like she bought the Hamptons totally. house on her own she comes yeah. from humble beginnings like yeah. she really like I mean, the the girl no. knows what's going on in the. She doesn't cash checks. No, she does. She she's kind of. She, she has like four hundred thousand dollars just hanging out in her checking account, as we all as we saw. <laughs> well, yes, as we saw. Uh, we also meet Mario and guys. Mario is hot. Mario. Mario. She. What I thought was interesting. She didn't say Mario. She said Mario. She says she does say. I don't think she says Mario. Does she? I think. 
Is Jill the one who says Mario? Someone says Mario. Someone does say Mario. You're like, yeah. you're Sonia, maybe. But something about <laughs> knowing their trajectory, something about this is kind of scandalous, Oof. but Mario or Mario, there's a little like, there's a skeezy vibe to me about him, especially yeah. knowing how it all The kind sunglasses of he had in the pool scene was very skeezy to me. Yeah. We'll, yeah, we'll, yeah, yeah. we'll get to the pool scene. I didn't I didn't no. like that pool scene. That you no. <laughs> uh, her nasty comes out. Yeah. Sarah McLaughlin didn't like it either. <laughs> no, I <laughs> that poor dog. Um then we get we get Jill. Jill is acting she do we really buy that Jill's like a socialite? And like I can't, the vibe, I guess socialite has transformed over the years. I yeah. think socialites used to be older. And now in my mind, a New York socialite is like a TikTok star in their like yeah, early sure. 20s. I feel also socialites then there was like the what Tinsley was doing back then of like the carpets, everything like that. But then also like the rich philanthropy sure. socialite vibe where it's like, you're not doing carpets where you're like at a dinner every night and you know all the people and you have the Rolodex. So I feel she that she had down pat. Yeah, you're writing the checks and yes. getting the buildings built and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I guess like Jill was socializing at a weird time when I think that transition was happening because like she was doing what she was doing on season one of Roni as like Tinsley and Olivia Palermo were like popping off. And then I feel like she probably saw a little bit of that. She had cameras start following her. Then she goes to fashion shows and then uh, exits the fashion show when she doesn't have a front row seat. So she, I think she was in a transitional period. Right. I I agree with everything you said. I um actively go to Zarin Fabrics like every oh. like six months or so for work. Like it is looks exactly the same as it does in this program. They haven't updated the ceiling, they haven't updated the lighting. Um, it's pretty epic space. Like it's I it's get lower, why... it's in the lower east side, right? Yes, it's in Lower East Side, like um more Chinatown. Well, I love um, that they, they haven't updated it. I mean, certainly it's a historical monument. It's it is. A, it's you're not going to update monument. a great wonder of the world. You and get in no. trouble if you, if you scribble on it. And R. I. Right. And R.I.P. King Bobby. Mm. Oh, I know. Love Bobby. I know. And I really love him when he tries to... Talk to Allie. Form a connection with Allie. Yes. It's really <laughs> sweet and sad. I, You know, that was... Bethany, I'm alone too. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Allie, they really right off the bat Jill was like, let's talk about Allie. And I let's talk about your eating disorder. Um, and let's talk about um your relationship with your stepfather. Let's hit it, let's hit it off. Yeah. Right. It, it looked like, I mean, in this first episode, like I as all t- teenagers are, like uncomfortable, a little awkward, maybe insecure. But I will give props to Allie for being an active participant. Yeah. Like, oh, that yeah. was pretty brave of her to like let cameras sort of like follow the process leading up to going to this rehabilitation the vineyard yeah, yeah. fat camp thing well, yeah, fat camp. Yeah. <laughs> we're, tr- we're all trying not to say fat camp um. <laughs> <laughs> the season was so big <laughs> like, was, thank you thank you for bringing that huge. back it was huge, huge for the community it was huge it couldn't for even the community. fit on my screen it was so big <laughs> so luann I, the first thing i wrote down Wait, was, well, next we had Bethany. Bethany, um, so something about this that I didn't remember. I didn't remember that Bethany was married before she got married to Jason. I completely forgot about that. I also forgot that this dude's name was named Jason. Jason. Like, too. Like, like, yeah. yeah, that's weird. He also looks so familiar. Some like like he was on something else or something. 
Bethany getting married? <laughs> I think he's just bald and white, so he looks like every fine. Like guy. I know you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I get it. Like, he's kind of cute. Like, he's, like, bald. Like, he looks like he makes a good paycheck down in Fight mm-hmm. Eye somewhere. And I, I, I get it. But, um, yeah, I... The two Jasons always weirded me out. And they were so close to each other. Like, that's her next boyfriend, I believe. Or, yeah. His other Jason, which he's, she has a you know, type. something Jason. else. Um, although, Kix, I feel... I mean, I, Evan, you've lived in the city, too. Like, you all have lived in the city and live in the city. I did love when she said... When she was cooking and she was, like... all. This is always she was she was like this always happens in New York like she looks at the camera with like waving <laughs> yeah. a a rag by the smoke detector the because towel. like yeah. you can never like cook I mean in Kix and I's old apartment you could never cook or oh, turn God. the oven on without oh. the smoke detector we would detector, take out the cook. batteries like when we would have when we would like cook big meals yeah. mine would go off constantly I don't even cook but like it literally would just go off constantly <laughs> mine went off on Saturday morning at four in the morning and me and my cat are sitting on the oh. the side of the road waiting for the fire department to come in. But I am getting a new oven out of it. No fire. Ah, okay. Kix, you did have a gas leak. Yeah, I had a gas leak, so I could have died. But the thing works. Okay. Thumbs up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Evan, you can't relate because why? I can't relate because I, I just, I don't cook. So. Okay, great. It never, yeah. <laughs> but. Sorry about that, guys, if you do cook. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just, I'm, I, I'm doing just fine without cooking. <laughs> and then well so then we get alex alex and we meet simon who um the, what the third the, the third um, the, the third wife of the, the, the sixth wife of, of sixth the franchise wife, yeah. yeah um uh, alex and simon are so cringe y'all and i love her but like but like iconically cringe uh, yeah I, it, they're so watchable to me they're also soulmates they are so i, I absolutely they agree talk about twin flames they thank re- you for no, bringing it back are. Yes. Like, I love them so much. And I feel like they kind of understood the assignment together of, like, knowing what to be doing. I agree. I think the way that, like, all of the women are like, let's go to the Hamptons. And they're like, mm, we're going to take the camera crew and it's go to St. Bart's. Bart's. Power move. <laughs> Dude, also, they, I can't believe they got, they convinced Bravo to be like, I don't want to go out there. Like, get on a plane with me and let's go to, like, not the Hamptons. <laughs> I guess because they were all getting paid so little then that they were like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, probably. Sure. Um, but then we get Luann, and you know, Luann is living her old life in like a huge townhouse with statement jewelry and slinging, account, slinging and... birds in cages like around like their yeah, purses. Like that was weird. <laughs> I did look up how does one become a count because the way she talks about um, count, what's his name. What's his name? Alexander. 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 Oh, but I did, I was yeah. laughing when she's like, well, you have prince, princess, king, queen, count. I'm like, is it really? So they are below. So it is princess, like prince, and then duke, then marquee, and then count. I wrote it all down because I didn't, oh, I don't even know what a marquee is. So it's like, like it's truly a club. There, There's like a couple more below them. But, there's, a, there's a cereal brand after But all. what I did yeah. find out from Miss um, Wikipedia, so uh-huh. who knows if it's real. Um, counts, can you can be born into being a count, like a family lineage, or you can be made a count by like doing something honorable. So oh. I think that's how he became a count, based on what she was saying. She was like, his family helped built like the Panama Canal, so now he's like born into being a count because his family was like bestowed count- well, that kind of yes. now gives me like how everyone gets like knighted. Yeah, you know what I mean? Sure. It, it, it's still like 
in this country, I just am kind of like, okay, like whatever that means. <laughs> like, I just don't like, what does it mean in the grand scheme of life? No, it means count? nothing. I don't, I don't, it's I all, don't really also, know it's all fake. It's well, so, sure, it's, it's all yeah. fake. Knighting and all those things. <laughs> it's a, it's a, yeah, what does it mean? Also, like, claiming your, like, countery or countessery as, like, your, I mean, it was a beautiful brownstone, like, so jealous, obviously, very much goals, but, like, the terrible, like, it just felt very, like, white and fluorescent. I agree. Yes. Also, countessery chicken. I'm like, the countessery. <laughs> yeah, I, I was saying, you said countessery. I'm like, I'll have three of those. I'll have that. Yeah. It's probably as good as the Costco rotisserie chicken. So. Oh, so good. <laughs> or the fairway. A rotisserie chicken yes. from Fairway, that's why I might move back to New York. I used Honestly, to Albertsons. Uh, they don't have Albertsons in the city, but Albertsons is also like a famously good rotisserie chicken. You know, keep, so I live by Key Foods. They don't nail the rotisserie chicken. Mm -hmm. They have them, mm -hmm. but they're not, they don't do the full chicken. They give you like portions of it. And I'm like, no, like we need the full. I want to dig in. Yeah. <laughs> and then I like, I want to be literally like medieval times. Like, like little monsters with the paws up. Ooh, and then you can time. use the bones to make good broth. Well, then you can. Use this is why your this is why your oven's doing things at four in the morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I don't know what you're doing with that. Can't relate. Yeah. Can't relate. Well, I, no, the day before I did make ramen, I, ramen broth for five hours. So honestly, I probably asked for it. I don't even know what. How does? What? No, I don't okay, know how you make broth. We're just gonna kind of like move on past that. Yeah, um, so you're scaring me. <laughs> The, the most of the episode is really just getting to know the ladies. They don't interact with each other, but a couple big takeaways that I would love to talk about. One is this pool party that Ramona has with her girlfriends where um, Avery um, is in her worst form, but also Ramona is also in her worst form. Like they're both in their like ultimate, like, Dark, dark but places. Avery's eleven, uh, so I'm, it's fine. Ramona's a grown ass woman, well, so it's a little weird. So I was gonna say Avery has one thing on her side, and it is her age. Well, yes. I know. Ramona is <laughs> internally eleven, probably essentially though. But her and this girlfriend Cindy get in this fight over I can't even really remember what. Something but they... about Playboy Bunny. Yeah, because uh, they were talking about. Wasn't it like they were saying like who was more like flirtatious while out or like dancing like a stripper? Right. And and she, she said that she thought Ramona was, and Ramona was like, "I don't, uh, no, you don't say that about me." Well, what I like, and Ramona even gave like, I feel like she always does like the shutdown face of like, hmm. like when she gets right. really mad at before she's about to like un unleash. Totally. So I'm glad that's been there. Since and she did. So then they start fighting, and I, I don't know about you, but I'm very anti pushing people, anyone into a pool. I just don't think it's that funny. I saw a TikTok once that completely ruined my entire, I, it probably, I feel like it went viral. Like, yes, you should never push anybody in a pool. Just because you don't know the depth of pools. You don't know people's no. swimming abilities. You don't know. I don't find it. I don't lol about like, it's not f that funny to me. I, I, I think if like the four of us were all like in suits and gowns or whatever, and we're like, the night was over and we're like, let's go jump in that pool. Like that's, a, that's funny and fun. Right. But like, you're I, jumping by your own choice. Right. Yes. But I don't want someone yeah. like, pick yeah. me up and throw me in a pool. Um, but I that does happen. I hope that we all get to hold hands and jump in a pool together. <laughs> that oh, does sound nice. nice. <laughs> but that's also because like you said, at the end of the night, because that to me is like the night's I'm I'm wet. I'm going to shower and go to bed. Like right. I'm not going to hang out after that. Right. No, no, no. But um, so throwing in the pool and then Ramona takes. So this girl Cindy throws Ramona in the pool and then Ramona gets out of the pool, takes Cindy's dog and is like threatening to throw her dog in the fucking pool. <laughs> it's so fucked up. I I can't, this woman, it's like we, knowing all of the antics that she gets into over the next 13 whole ass seasons, like she's always been the same. <laughs> and she loves dogs though, which shocks me. 
I know if so if someone did that to Coco, uh, she would lose her mind. Yeah, she would. She lose would her mind. lose. She would burn a house to the ground if but, someone well, did like, that to Coco. I don't know if you guys have listened to Turtle Time with Avery and Ramona at all. You but, know, Evan, I haven't. But please tell us about it. <laughs> it is. Uh, it's another hit podcast. You guys should check out. <laughs> uh-huh. And it's actually it, the the first few episodes because I listened to like the first three when we were prepping for our live show with her. Um, uh, the in one of them, they sort of give context to this first episode. And she said that at the time, like production was very much on a schedule and they were at her Hamptons house and they were waiting for like her friend to come over. And this playboy bunny girl was like very late. And Ramona was like, just wait around, just wait around. Like it's going to be great. So I guess there was this expectation to maybe perform for the cameras because the producers wait so long. And I, I feel like, she felt pressure to give them good content. Like if there hadn't been that pressure, maybe she wouldn't have threatened the life of. <laughs> okay. But you guys were mentioning that Avery was in her worst form, and when she says "lesbos in the house," when the when Cindy and Ramona have a moment, <laughs> I, uh, I agree. It's 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 certainly not Avery at her best, but on Turtle Time. She apologizes for that. And she says, I was I was just a kid, like looking back on it, like I didn't mean to say that. So Avery is an ally. Okay. Okay. I well, almost want go. them to redo that as like, you know, it's like housewives in the island, lesbos in the house. <laughs> yes. Wait, so we wait, also there is this moment during the pool scene, and I don't know if you guys caught it. I think that because this is before people ever broke the fourth wall, but during the like commotion of the pushing in the pool and the dog and everything, you hear Avery's voice say, ah, reality TV. I saw that because I had my captions on. I can't believe they included it in. So wise. She was so aware. But that's New York City kids. Like they are 11. Right. And they can also navigate going from the Hamptons to Washington Heights if needed. Like, that's true. Or from yeah. Montauk to Washington Heights. Yeah, like. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think Avery has been to Washington Heights, but come on. Uh, you, no, 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 absolutely no, you're, not. You're, yeah. you're actually absolutely right. So she is an ally for the gays. <laughs> she is, according we'll to Evan. Um <laughs> we get we get this like talking head from Avery that I just I had to bring up. So she says Sometimes um, they just get a bit too carried away. Uh, they'll do silly, ridiculous things that are unnecessary, and it's very unladylike. <laughs> and a full like, adult. I'm like, that's kind of like the thesis statement of Roni. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow, they get carried away. I'm like, that is a synopsis for sure. Kind for of all synopsis, seasons. Right, you're like, that's actually exactly what's going to happen to your. That's mind. the log line. There's something it there is. to maybe having 11 year olds just write synopsis for reality TV. <laughs> maybe they're Honestly, the ones. Maybe they're the ones in the writers' room and just like that. Yeah. No, because like they're because like little kids. Are, yeah, they're so honest and they're so astute because like they don't have anything clouded in them. I think there's something there. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Well, boys, any final thoughts on on the app? I mean, there's so many great little little moments that I'm sure everyone listening probably caught. But um, yeah, is there anything else that like popped out to y'all before we let you go? My one thought that I have constantly, and I was talking to Danny about this before we got on Zoom. But Alex was a visual merchandiser at Victoria's Secret. And I just wish that like we had access to her former Victoria's Secret corporate coworkers just to get their thoughts. Like I feel like that's the next 
podcast mm. episodes, unpacking Alex McCord with her Victoria's Secret coworkers. I, I I agree. I would love to hear that. Also, the I my does your brain go places like math wise with like how she can spend forty thousand dollars in a shopping spree off of on being, a ver, on, on a visual merchandising salary? I know I know visual merchandisers, and I've never seen them spend forty thousand dollars in same. And like not nothing against my boy Simon because I love and adore him and his pop music career, but. <laughs> I was confused at like his career mm-hmm. situation. It looked like he works in hospitality. Uh, yeah, running like yeah. a B and B, not a B and B. So I don't know where they get the money for like the Cavalli. I oh. I don't know, and they seem. But then they also buy that huge Brooklyn townhouse, which is gorgeous. In a couple seasons, it's like beautiful, and like everything is hunky dory. Then they can get buy a house. So. Um, yeah, I don't know. The fi- finances on all these shows is always such like a mystery to me. Well, I think what we learned is that just none of them, all of them just pretend to be rich. So then they just end up in debt. End up in jail. It's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. And Danny, anything else for you that popped out? I feel like it was just so exciting. And I'm so excited that we watched like before like the new Roni and everything or like the new season. Because I was like, oh, it is fun to like get to know people. Like I love just like yeah, finding out. Because like in then where I'm like, oh, I would never think in 10 years Luann would be this Luann mm-hmm. whenever I would think for Ramona and like, just like kind of in Bethany, like seeing them all come through. So I do love watching it. And I just makes me want to like, honestly, I think I'm going to restart like the rest of the franchise. <laughs> I, I thought so too. Yeah. 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 You guys talking about Atlanta episode one makes me want to do that. So yeah. It's, it's a great first step. Yeah. It is. This is as well. I mean, it just kicks off for Roni. I feel like it kicks off just such for Tom and I in this, I feel like Tom especially kicks off such like a, moment in time because it's so iconic and it's like also one of my favorite franchises like is roni so there's just so much like great greatness to it yeah and it's insane that we're getting half of or two of them in an ultimate girls trip coming up i'm like the the staying power they have is so captivating i know i'm excited for that too it'll it'll be great and i think it's 15 years later that's crazy to think about 15 years ago and I think it's time for like a new chapter. So I'm excited to send yeah. these ladies off and have some new faces in here. But um, uh, both Danny and Evan, thank you so much for being here today. Oh, thank oh you God, for thank having you. us. Y'all are the yes. best. Tell everyone where to listen, follow all the all the stuff. To, you to all the can content. listen to Sarah Bellos' love song wherever you get. <laughs> Absolutely. Wherever you oh. listen to Sarah Bellos' music, if you choose to do that. I'll, I'll send you guys the cheer mix. Honestly, yeah. do, please. <laughs> I do need that. But no, virtual reality comes out like, Thursdays, every Thursday on all platforms on page6.com on YouTube. And also we have exclusive interviews that drop kind of sporadically too. Check it out. That's another app in the books. Make sure to follow me at Hamlet on Instagram. And you can follow Kix. At Kix Hamlet, that's spelled C-I-X. And make sure to follow the pod on IG at Dumpster Dive Pod. And on TikTok at Two Dumpster Divas. Rate, review, and subscribe to us and all the pods you love on your favorite app of choice. And we will see y'all soon. Bye. Bye.